What's good? It's your boy, the coach from the WWE Golf Channel, PGA Tour, EA Sports Madden. You know what time it is. I was a little skeptical at first. Oh, but no longer. It's all about great content. It is now time for yet another episode of the 2B Blunt Podcast with my boys, Frank Knox and Peasy. You never know what they're going to say, but hey, isn't that the beauty of it all? Enjoy. A brand new episode starts right now. For what fool? I am your host, Peasy, here with my co-host, Frank Knox. Frank, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. Episode four. We have a lot to cover today, I baby. I am fired up today. I'm fired up as all hell. We got a great show coming up. We're going to go over AEW and Evolve from over the weekend. We're going to talk Raw. We're going to talk SmackDown. We're going to talk rules. Weed. Extreme rules. Thank you, Frank. Exactly. Extreme rules. Yeah, God the damn most it. important one, in my opinion, of the weekend. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, it's been a long week of wrestling. You know, it's been a great week for the most part of wrestling. If you're and a wrestling fan, you got a lot of options this weekend. Yeah, yeah tons of them. You know, but before we get started talking about wrestling, I don't want to jump the gun, Frank. You we got to do what we do. I don't want to jump the gun. I need, before we even get to wrestling, to get my mind right. You know this. We do this every week. It's the official ceremonial lighting of the blood. This week, our strain of the day is GG4, which is Gorilla Glue or also called, you know, Original Glue. That's uh, that sticky, icky. That's right. It's a hybrid strain uh, crossing with Sour Diesel, Kemp Sister, Sour Dub, and Chocolate Diesel, which is a nice combo. <sighs> Sounds phenomenal. I haven't had three out of four of those by themselves, but together, it's a knock your goddamn socks off. Well, without you know? further ado, huh? What do you say? So let's get ready here. You know, before I get started, I just want to know we're going to have the Scott in the studio. So no way, the Scott's here yeah. today. And if you guys want to call in before I get started, eight six zero three eight four seven one one zero. I dare you to call in. I dare you to call. I in. dare you. So before we even get any further, I ask you, Frank, are you ready? I was born ready, Peasy. I said, are. You ready? I'm fucking ready. Let's do this. Then, for the three of us in this podcast studio and hundreds listening at home, let's get ready to smoke it. Yeah, baby. Light that shit. (laughs) Yes, sir. Man, I'm telling you that. Every week. Every week, it just is his money. The E40. Ooh. Let's get ready to smoke it. And I got the GG4 loaded. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, Frank, you know, we're on the topic of weed, which is my favorite topic of all time. I like the weed portion of our show. Damn, Frank, you did a good job. Frank rolled the L's this week, by the way. Shout out to Frank Knox. Yes, sir. It's just fire. You know, uh, big news coming out of the cannabis industry. What do you Uh, got? 
uh, the city in, of uh, West Hollywood in California. <coughs> they made a landmark decision on Tuesday by approving. Holy shit. Two seconds into the show. We're already getting phone calls. Hello, you're on the 2B Blunt podcast. Hey, what's going on? Uh, who's calling? Yeah, who is this? This is Frank Knox Jr. Frank Knox Jr.? Frank, you got a son? No, Frank Knox. Yeah, who no, is this? Who the hell's this Frank guy? Frank Knox Jr. Frank Knox. Frank Gotch. <laughs> So what do you got to say, man? We haven't even started our show yet. I know. We literally hadn't even got into my first story, and you're calling here. You must have something breaking. What's going on? I mean, come on. What do you want to talk about, Frank? I just just lit a fatty, too. You just lit a fatty, too? What are you smoking on right now? What What are you smoking on, Frank? Frank, that's my name. Who are you, man? Shut up, Frank. Let this man talk, goddammit. All right, sorry. What are you smoking on, Frank? Tell the world. It's weed, but I don't know. I don't know the string. Man. I don't know the what do you mean? It's fucking weed, bro. Everyone's smoking fucking weed. There's plenty of weed, but what are you smoking? You don't know what strain you got in that blunt? If it even is a blunt? No, I don't know what strain I got. Are you smoking a blunt or a joint? Well, it's, we use raw paper because if you use blunt, then you just nail in tobacco. And, and I hear I hear there's a thing called blunt. All right, well, next time you call in the middle of our lighting, you better know what strain you're smoking or don't call it off. <laughs> That's not true. We love callers, Frank. Come on, be nice. Are you are you a listener to the podcast, well, Frank? Well, I listened to your last three shows and I loved them. Oh, that's, uh, that's thanks, awesome, man! man. That's we awesome, man. It. Did you uh, catch up on uh, any wrestling from over the weekend? Yeah, well, I'm I'm more of a fan of the international scene. Um, so you know, I watch primarily Japanese, Mexican wrestling. I have a hard time. getting uh, well, I'm glad you like that. That's good stuff. But, well, I thought maybe I could share some good stuff with you that you might be missing out on. Well, Frank, you know, unfortunately, yeah, we're not ready. We're not ready that. for we wrestling. Haven't even talked I haven't about even wrestling. gotten past the lighting of the blood for Christ's sake. I mean, sakes. yeah, I know what's going on here. You, we haven't even talked wrestling yet. You got to call back in like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> All what right, the fuck was that, bro? I don't know, man. We're we're talking weird and so Frank Knox Jr. Yeah, I don't know why he's stealing my gimmick. I don't know either. That's weird, man. That was weird. It's a weird phone call, but you know, feel free to keep the weird ones coming in. A six zero three eight four seven one one zero. I'm getting back to my story. The city of West Hollywood, California. They had a landmark decision Tuesday, Frank. You know what that is? They approved the first ever cannabis cafe, the first of its kind in the U.S. So are they going to sell coffee and donuts here as well as marijuana, or would you know you know the details? Or? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, the, the place is called Lowell Farms, and it's an open air restaurant promising cannabis cuisine and a smoking area outside where you could smoke, so you can eat cannabis infused food and smoke there. Well, we might we might have to go to the grand opening of that one. Huh? Yeah, and they built it across from a Jewish synagogue, which I guess uh, the the rabbi's not too happy about this. Well, they make a contact high. Well, listen, I heard I heard that they were going to use a filtration system like they use in the casinos to filter out the smell in the area. And also, I mean, I don't know oh, what these guys a- complaining about. This is huge news. The first ever cannabis cafe in the U.S. You'd have to go overseas to Amsterdam to get to get that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've been to a few over there and they're they're crazy, man. 
You know, you, you get to eat breakfast. You've been? Yeah, I've been. You get to eat breakfast. Tell me about the cannabis cafes in Amsterdam. I have well, never been. you sit down. There's a few. You could walk up to the uh, window and just get your bud and go to a table by yourself and smoke it. Or you could sit down at what we would consider a bar where you could be served cannabis, espresso, tea, Wow. And treats filled with weed where you could smoke your weed, eat your weed, and just hang out. Wow. So you can eat it, smoke, and do whatever you want. Just get high. One place, yeah. And it's why great. don't we and now they have one in West Hollywood, California? In the US, you don't no longer you no longer have to travel overseas to get that kind of experience. I mean, this thing's gonna be opening soon from what I hear. I'm looking forward to see if the uh if it spreads nationally and I could check out a few over here in the United States. Yeah, well we need Connecticut to legalize first so we can have some of those over here. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, they'll be happening. You know, and some other other cannabis news. Um, you know, Utah they tweaked its proposed medical marijuana program to allow out of state businesses to claim growing licenses, and apparently this is causing a giant uproar to the local farmers. You know, these guys are out here saying that homegrown veggies are the best. Uh, there's a lot of concern from the locals about uh, you know how they're not allowed to bring the medical marijuana outside of the state, but they're letting. People grow outside the state and bring it in. Yeah, that's a touchy situation. I I agree with the farmers. They do have a reason to be upset. I feel like that would piss me off oh, as a smoker, you know? Off, yeah. Especially like let's just say uh, for example, like they don't they don't allow grow rights, you know, uh maybe under their marijuana program. Um and my phone our, our line's correct. ringing again. <laughs> again? <laughs> again, again. Scott, we need you to start uh, you know, doing the calls for Christ's sakes. This is crazy. To be blunt podcast. It might be Frank Knox. Well, you're Easy, what's up, man? It's the GMIC. How you doing, brother? Oh, it's the GMIC. Oh, wow. The uh, head general manager of Test of Strength Wrestling. Oh, wow. Alex Rojas. And, and, and the Beltime Club and the and CEO of Pure Shit Apparel. This is true. One of, the, on, one of the leaders. Respect. One of the leaders in New England of wrestling. I know this guy, is he's, he's a mastermind behind a few different promotions now, and he's giving... So many opportunities to so many guys and making a lot of stuff happen. Uh, I, I, as you know, I'm part of Test of Strength, so I know Alex really well. Alex, thank you for calling, bro. No, listen, man, I, I feel bad because uh, I, I'm, I'm on the road and, and uh, the, the podcast isn't coming in right, so I can't give you the proper respect. I don't know what you guys are up to there, but I just wanted to uh, reach out and let you guys know that it's all love, man, and, and uh, I'm proud of what you guys are doing. And, you know, thank you, man, for everything that you're doing for the business. Uh, as far as the wrestling business, as far as the music business, because, uh, you know, Peasy's the man, man. I, I, I fuck with Peasy. Let's not forget the weed business. Yeah, no, well, you know. She's a jack of all gimmicks. <laughs> we were just talking about, uh, you yeah, know, right. a, a bunch of cannabis stories. You know, I thought Alex would oh, really yeah. appreciate that stuff, but now he can't even get the podcast in, in the car because he's at yeah, work. What kind of bullshit that's is that, bullshit. bro? We were talking about the first uh, pod, uh, weed cafe open over in West Hollywood. They're having a weed cafe open, oh. bro, where you could smoke and eat cannabis-infused foods. Yeah, but we could do that at your place. I ain't mad about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Back. you're so right, bro. The fuck am I gonna get set up at a weed cafe? Fuck that! I'm over a couple blunts, pull up the PZs, order some wings, watch some shit, make fun of the Scott. You know? Like, oh, you the Scott! The Scott! Oh, Scott! What do you gotta say, Scott? Oh, you getting called out? You remember Alex, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I got made fun of. That's where <laughs> no, we came listen, up with the listen, name of Scott. Up. This guy. Yeah, yeah, no, the Scott, the Scott. I, I think I christened the Scott at the new term. Yeah, that was me. I think uh, I owe you at least half my royalties on my name. 
It's all right, man. I give out gimmicks all day. That's what I do. That's, that's my job. Oh, you know? shit. <laughs> but, no, but uh, Scott, I didn't know you were there, man. I would have given you a shout-out. I can't listen to the podcast. I'm on. Uh, I'm on business. Nobody um, knew it was here until you just called him out live on air. I told him he was going to be in studio. I was waiting for a big introduction, but, uh, you know. I'm going to mute you again so you can go back. I'll I'll introduce you again later, Scott. Thanks. It's cool. Listen, listen. I'm going to make it up to you guys. Uh, Hopefully, next Thursday, I'm in the studio with you. That's the plan. Well, if you come next Thursday, bro, it might be a full house because we have... And I haven't even announced this yet, but we got a special guest next Thursday. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's, that's right, not even right. next Thursday. No, it's not, not next, no, Thursday. Not next Thursday. I lied. You know what? If you want to show up next week, the 25th, at the 2B Blunt Studio, yeah. uh, and you want to sit in on a show with us, then you are more than welcome to come join in. Doors open, brother. All right, yeah, I'm going to do that, but don't, don't tell me who it is. Because I, I, I re-up my minutes with Kincaid. He better tell me, goddammit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, you know how you know, it is. You call Kincaid, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he, you know he, he keeps me in the loop. You know, I got um, but I got a proof for you. Uh, the reason I couldn't be there tonight is because I'm actually on a retreat with, with T.J. Howell the second. Wait, you're uh, on a retreat with T.J. Howell? The second, the second, the second. Not, 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 yeah, not right, right. That's that's right. Privilege that's his father. Dad. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm, his dad. I'm, yeah, I, I am with the CEO of Howell Enterprises, and and we are deep. Uh, in the woods at one of his many locations, and uh, we're, we're masterminding some things, some big things. Oh, I can't um, wait to hear what it's going to be. With, with actually with you in mind, PZ, but we, you know we'll talk about that later. You know they can't give Kincaid all the dirt. That's right, we can't um, give Kincaid. And, that's uh, right. And last time I had a meeting with, with TJ Howell the uh, third. I mean with TJ Howell the uh, second. We did training day twenty four, and you saw how that turned out. That was amazing. So, oh yeah, um, you know. Big, 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 big things happening for 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 TOS and and, and for HS and uh, this 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 merger with with this, this business endeavor I should say with uh, Howell Enterprises is going to be good for all of us. Man. That's right. I can't wait to see what's going to come next. Yeah, man. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Awesome, you know? man. We appreciate so, uh, you calling in, bro. Yeah, man. Of course. You know, I I I, I, I didn't get to listen, man. Did Moonshine make it? Is he, is he four weeks over? What's going on? I don't know. He hasn't called in yet. Damn it, Moonshine. I, I was trying to get the dirt. Well, don't but, wait um, for Kincaid to fact, give it to you. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I'll give you a little dirt. Um, Moonshine, uh, the call for Moonshine to go to rehab actually came from me. Um, and uh, T.J. Howell II is actually sponsoring this. Oh, so, he's sponsoring? Big, 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 he's sponsoring Moonshine yeah. in rehab? Yeah, he's paying for it. Um, this you is know, huge news, Drake. You hear this? this is, T.J. Is Howell the second is, is paying for... Moonshine's AA, uh, whatever his getaway he's wow, got going on right that's now. that's breaking news. Yeah, I hope Moonshine it, it, calls in. It, it, I hope he's made it, it four a, weeks. A, 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 is, AA is part of it, but he's actually a, at a very prestigious rehab facility. Um, and uh, he's doing pretty good, man. He's getting better every day. Uh, from what I hear, he's, he's, he's finishing full sentences written down now. Um, you know, wow. he's, he's learning how to read and write and, and just get back into society. We, we, I think we're going to see a very different moonshine when he comes back i'm gonna miss the parties though the parties yeah uh, we'll be too those <laughs> distillery parties were wild yeah 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 but listen pv man i just wanted to say i love you brother thank you for what you're doing and uh me you and hippie moon are gonna have to have a split session really really soon uh, you already know i'm down man i'm down all, all right, right brother thanks for calling in be man, safe, man. wow so the phone's already ranked twice. Yeah, we're only, ranked twice. This we're is only crazy. It's what, 15 minutes in? I didn't even get started yet, you know? I'm thinking I'm gauging the problem is we uh, 
we're live, but people aren't really hearing us live. There's a delay. No, he said he's at work. Oh, he was at work. He's at work, so he couldn't listen. So he oh. didn't know what we were talking about. All right, we were talking cool. about Utah. But you know what? Let's move on from that. I got another thing to talk about. Have you been on Twitter lately? I know Bill Bungie has, but have you been on Twitter lately? I've only been on Twitter for one reason and one reason only. What's that? O.J. Simpson, baby. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. O.J. freaking Simpson is on Twitter now. Hello, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Yours truly. Dude, <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you right now, and and uh, like you know, you said that I hated O.J. before before we went on air, and I, and I don't hate him. I just think he's a guilty fucker. But does he see him on Twitter, you know, trying to humanize himself and just he's like 20 years behind times. Doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he has someone recording it for him. Yeah, it's, it's not even know. a selfie. Like, yeah. I can't believe this. You know, and Scott, Scott, have you seen the OJ videos? I haven't seen them all. I'm you and you then. God damn it. <laughs> see, let's see what happens, man. I bring the guy in the studio. He doesn't even know anything unless it's wrestling. That's fine. You well, know that's what? Fine. We're going to work into that a little bit. He so, has an opinion about OJ Simpson. Everyone in America has an opinion about yeah, OJ Yeah, but we got to play some of these tweets. These videos are money, bro. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got a couple tweets here from Twitter, and I want to go right, through well, them. Let's just play one or two because they're like, Hello, they're Twitter like, world. This is me, yours truly. Yours hey, Twitter world. You know, in the last 48 hours, I've learned that uh, you're never too old to learn. Um, I'm never too old to Two learn. days ago was my birthday, and I got hacked in my computer. Well, I probably got more duped than hacked. I got more in duped. In any event, uh, they got, I got more into all my to the information. World. Fortunately for me, my bank alerted me that there was a charge to uh, coming in from Europe. Blah, 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 I wonder if he was trying to buy some more sports memorabilia overseas or something. Maybe robbing it again. What do you mean a charge? No one cares you got charged, but Europe. Hate for the world. I'm just on here on Amazon trying to get me some some illegal sports memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get another one in. I'm just trying to get my clothes back. This is him back. golfing. He just teed off. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, he golfs. Hey, he golfs regularly. Truly. Those are where most of his <laughs> videos take place. Why are you quite talking over him? God damn it. <laughs> my 33rd I don't know. annual 39th birthday. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it's been quite a ride. They said every life some rain must fall. Well... I've had some hurricanes descend in my life. I wonder, what do you think he's talking about, the hurricanes? <laughs> I'm sure in Miami, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Man, it's just, it's so great to see him. Hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. I've been really following him, yeah, I, I look out for him. He's I'm just great. out here looking over my past case files. He's <laughs> trying to get the glove back and the jerseys back it's and like, everything else. Hey, Twitter world, if you got the gloves I killed my wife with. I'd love to get a piece of them. (laughs) (laughs) They don't fit, but I still like that shit. (laughs) It's money. Honestly, if you guys haven't checked out the OJ Simpson on Twitter, it's literally the best fucking thing you've ever seen. I could watch that shit over and over, and it's just pure comedic gold. I can only watch. I don't watch them over and over. I just watch them once, maybe twice. Really? I I mean, I think it's funny, but I don't really want to patronize them by continuing watching his shit. I mean, you know, I mean, all right. I, I guess I can see where you're coming from. Well, either yeah. way, to see him out there, every every tweet started with, hey, Twitter world, it's yours fully. And it's just, I don't know. I, I laugh my ass off, bro. I laugh my ass off. It's Usually hilarious. Usually you end a, a, a letter with yours truly. He seems to begin <laughs> it, you know? I don't know what the no. fuck's going on, but. I don't think he knows what the fuck is going on. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man, you know, I just want to get some funny stuff out the way, talk about some weed. We got so much to talk about here. We're going to be going over AEW and Evolve next. Yeah, right but after. most importantly, Uh-oh, man, okay. what we do you have got? What the you fucking got? Scott in studio. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to let me unmute you, and I'm going to give you an official announcement. The Scott. best in the world. I'm gonna, I'll give him that. You I'll know what? I'm going to give him the best in the world. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Middletown, Connecticut. He is the smartest mark of all time. And also the best in the world. The Scott. And that's wow. what I paid for, that introduction right there. Yes, we got the Scott Lightwood studio, and we're going to be talking AW and Evolve next. But first, before we guys, you know, before we go into anything, we got to make a call. Oh, and I think you know who I'm talking about. We, we gotta call yep. Kincaid and get the dirt. So right now, let's give Kincaid a ring. I gotta load my minutes, my minutes up here. Hold on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, renowned reporter Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid, baby. God damn it, Don Kincaid. I got my minutes loaded up for this week. You better have some good stuff for us. Yeah, baby, I'm telling you one thing. Last week, I charged you guys $13.99. This week, it's a, it's a midnight special. It's a daytime special. It is only going to be $1.79 a minute. So I've got so much to tell you guys. I'm going to be on for like 37 minutes. Can I jump right in right now? We hope you do. All right. Now, I'm going to start me off with some Ring of Honor. You guys are down with some Ring of Honor, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we've got one of our homebred babies right here called T.K. Ryan. He was one of, he was a Northeast Wrestling Champion, and he is now in Ring of Honor. And I'm telling you, man, he's making waves, and he's going against one Roosh. Now, this is a big deal. Roosh? Yeah, yeah, Roosh, baby. Now, this is a big deal because it was a squasher. He He got the L from Roosh before in a quick fashion, but he's going to take him to the limit. He's going to kick him, and dude, I'm telling you, it's going to be a big one. And now why it's going to be big? Because it's going to be at Manhattan Mayhem in New York City at Manhattan Center's Hammerstein Ballroom, baby. That's right in our backyard. And that's this weekend done. This weekend? Dude, I can't wait, man. This Saturday, huh? Don, you going to be in the house? Uh, me? I don't know. I- I'm a poor boy. I don't think I got that kind of money. We'll see after my minute bill comes in. <laughs> We've been paying you it. for weeks. What do you mean? Yeah, that's 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 a world-renowned reporter. I mean, you think this guy got some cake. <laughs> wow. I think we're getting hustled. <laughs> now, hey, 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 hey. Never get hustled from the King cake. So, you guys love yourself some MLW, yeah? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. I got some news for you guys, baby. All right. Check this out. Now, there's an open weight... Open weight champion. Now, that is one Hammerstone right now. Alex Hammerstone is the open weight champion at MLW. And guess who's coming in to challenge for that belt? None other than Savio Vega, the part of Puerto Rico, baby. No, Savio Vega. Savio Vega, baby. Now, hey. That's not going to be on January, uh, uh, July 25. I got so much in my head. Okay, July 25. That's the date. That's my mom's birthday. Oh, Mama C. That's way out in Chicago. That's where they're based out of. So, hey, I can't take that. I can't take that trip. If you can, hey, tell me what's up, okay? All right, now, 
We've got one more match that I want to talk about because there is another championship on the line July 25th, and that is one Teddy Hart is putting on, oh, putting up his middleweight championship against none other than MJF. Oh, wow. that's big. big wow, you must match. really have the dirt because I thought MJF was her. You know, hey, I see it. Oh, you're right. It. I checked it. Hey. I'm all amped up, baby. I, I mean, it's 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 the Two Big One PG podcast. I mean, come on, baby. Oh, oh. That's something he had like three Red Bulls before we called them. Probably with some vodka in there. I know we talked cocaine last. Oh, 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 never mind. Um, all right, I got I got some. I want to take a different direction. I want to go all the way over to the West Coast in California, IA. That's Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Now, right, I don't know if you guys right. are very familiar. Yeah, I oh, don't know yeah. if you know about Pro Wrestling Gorilla, but they always got names on top of names and on top of names. So to close this hotline off, and I'm not going to charge you guys that much, maybe only eleven ninety nine. but anyways, we are Oh, you said $1.79 when we started. What's this guy crazy? I'm hanging up the goddamn phone right now. You got one minute. You better cut it off. I can't afford this shit. (laughs) All right. Now, PWG has got this nice big event coming up, and it is called 16. The tickets go on sale June 20th, and the date for that is uh, July 26th. Now, I want to run over some matches because, dude, the names are going to blow your mind. So here we go. We've got LAX, Ortiz and Santana take on the Rascals, Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier in a royal match for the PWG World Tag Team title. Oh, that's going to be a ladder match. That's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, to keep it going, Brody King takes on one David Starr. Dude, that's going to be a killer. Now... Jungle Boy, you guys familiar with Jungle Boy? Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, he's going against Joey Janela, the bad boy. Oh, the bad, bad boy. boy. Woo, woo, woo. All right, we're gonna keep this going here. We got so many more. We got Black Taurus. So many PWG. more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. PWG debut teaming with Laredo Kid and Puma King to take on Bandito, Flamana, and Ray Horace. That's gonna be crazy. Lucha there everywhere. Okay. Yes. M- Lucha. Lucha. MJF, Lucha. one, baby. He's making his debut. MJF is making his PWG debut. Wow, this guy's everywhere. Yeah, against Darby Allen. Oh, wow. Darby Allen just fought Cody Rhodes. Trust falls. Oh, the trust falls. <laughs> Two more, and I'm out of here, baby. All right. The Dark Order, which is made up of Stu Grayson and Evil Uno, formerly known as Smash Smash, uh, Super Smash Brothers, make their PWG return to take on Best Friends. That's oh, going to be a killer. The Best Friends. All right. Now... Holy crap. Don, you're this right. This last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This last one involves... You better not charge another... you for the full minute, Don. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Um, this last one involves another one of our hometown boys who's turned a little villain in ROH, and this is one Flip Gordon, and he is going to face Trey Miguel. And all of this is happening at 16 on July 26th, man. Ah, oh, man. Big news coming out of the indie scene uh, this weekend. Dude, I'm telling you, from here on out, I am spreading my wings far. I am spreading my wings wide. You guys are going to 
You're gonna hear stuff that you probably never even heard. Yeah, about. you're I also know, spreading like, my I'm... dollar, Don. I'll talk to you yeah. next week, baby. Keep flying, right, buddy. This is the privileged TJ Howell III. You're listening to the Two B One Podcast with We're back on the Two B Blunt Podcast. Wow! In studio is the Scott. That's right, the ladies and Scott. gentlemen. The Scott is here. I have arrived, guys, gentlemen. I'm happy to be here. Of course, Frank Knox, co-host in the studio. Also, we're going to be going into a a big matchup we had this weekend: AEW versus Evolve. Now, WWE went ahead and directly ran counter programming against uh, Evolve, or I should say AEW, and that was you know a ballsy move. But I thought it paid off pretty good. What was your thoughts on the host on the shows overall, Frank? I preferred um, a. I'm not, I'm sorry. I prefer Devolve over AEW. Okay. Yeah. Well, what for? What did you like more about that show? Just the wrestling, the feel. It was in the original ECW arena in Philadelphia. The whole Paul Heyman uh, segment was great. That was really cool how he came out and, and fight, dubbed the arena, you know, yeah. the Evolve arena. Fight for the Fallen. I just, I don't really enjoy the stories, you know. They don't really build any, and the matches were just kind of, eh, okay. Oh, you mean as Mario would say, you don't watch being the elite or whatever now? <laughs> I mean, I watched it. It wasn't it wasn't that great. It was just a one-sided promo, the road shooting on the Bucks, like we already talked about. I hear about, you. Scott, you know? what was your, what, which show did you prefer and why? So I'd say both shows were great. Now, I don't know if anybody else did this, but in at the Scott's estate, what we did <laughs> oh, is God. we had two TVs set up, same time which I wish I would have had during the Monday Night War. But we had one TV, AEW, one TV, Evolve, uh, simultaneously. So it was kind of hard for me to choose because I kind of just kind of think more stuck with one. Um, But I'd have to actually give it to AEW. Um, I think maybe just the intriguement more. But then again, like, personally, I don't follow a lot of Evolve. Um, With that being said, Did you watch it back? So I didn't get a chance to watch it back. All right. There's too much wrestling on. There's like what, like... 30 hours of wrestling every week. Yeah, probably, yeah. if not more, God <laughs> yeah. damn it. So much content. But um, what I what I do have to say, though, is um, I don't want to say anything bad about the Evolve talent because I was at the, I guess you could call it the first Evolve show because this was their 10th anniversary. So 10 years ago, I was there at the ECW arena. Wow. wow. <laughs> this is huge. This guy, of course he was. I was there with, uh, with Tim from New York. Shout out to Tim. I hope you're listening. Oh, Tim. And uh, we, we, he is the one that convinced me to go to this show. It was the first ever Dragon Gate USA show, which was under the Evolve umbrella at the time. And it was at the world-famous ECW Arena, 2300 Arena. It was my first time there. And, yeah, it was in July of 2009, and it was hot as hell in there. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you could swear on our we show, Scott. Yeah, yeah, we we're the rebel. We yeah, are basically we, we are ECW. ECW. Yeah, exactly. We're like the ECW of all podcasts, for Christ's sake. It was hot as fuck. I sweated my ass off. But the point I wanted to make, though, is at that show, at that Dragon Gate USA show, under the Involve umbrella, that was the first time I ever saw the Young Bucks wrestle. I didn't even know who they were. They blew my mind that night. Uh, they were in a match against Seema and Dragon Kid, uh, who are all people, obviously, now we see in AEW. So... Uh, the talent that, if you did watch Evolve this past week, you know that you're going to see that talent. They're going to be making waves, you know, probably not even 10 years from now, but from 5 to 10 years from now, these guys are going to be making, uh, they're going to be making a big splash on the wrestling world. So, don't sleep on Evolve. I haven't watched it back yet. I will, but I will I will give all uh, my credit, though, for, from what I watched to AEW. I thought that was a great show. Or a, yeah, a mini pay per view. I, I hated it. I infor- yeah, I know. Was, you said it was, it was trash. It was trash. <laughs> what did you think? Didn't you see like a, a poll online 
Let's yeah, say I that people were favoring uh, AEW, even though you everybody didn't like it. was. Yeah, I was <laughs> upset about it. I even sent it to you. I was like, man, why are these, all these people following uh, AEW? Thinking it's the better show so, this weekend. So that's but. another thing, and I don't know if it's because it was free on Bleacher Report versus the WWE Network. Although WWE Network, that's huge for Evolve, right? They got a, a bigger audience because of that. But if you looked at what was trending during that show, AEW Fight for the Fallen. Number one trend. Well, no doubt they have the bigger product and they have the money behind it. With That's cons. right. But so, I got to say, I agree of with Frank. They're gonna... I agree with you, Frank. I liked Evolve and I thought the WWE production that Just... went into the AW sh- or the Evolve show made AEW look more like uh, I was watching an episode of Impact. I agree. You know? The production is, is key and, to the product. And, and let me go about something. How long was that AEW show? What time did that show end, Scott? Maybe 11.30, midnight. Yeah, it ended pretty late. What time? After four, midnight? Four I think hours. they still had a match and a half once Evolve ended. And I want to say they started before. and and Way before. Right. An hour if, if, before. You, if you include the buy Two in. hours before. All right. Now, how many times do you go online now for the past, oh, God, I don't know, maybe a year, if not more, and you got all these Twitter warriors online crying because WWE shows run so long. You know what I mean? And everyone's complaining like WrestleMania ran until twelve thirty. Well, fuck. So did AEW fight for the fall, and the show was fucking bullshit. I agree. It was bullshit. But did you hear? Did you hear the marks online? You know, talking about that, complaining about AEW running for so goddamn long. They've been upset for so long, so now they have something to run to. So all of them are running to the same product all at once. Well, I like That's Evolve shit. because I saw a lot of people I was familiar with in that opening contest with with uh, Josh Briggs and Anthony Green was was a barn burner, bro. They great, fought, great they match. tore the place down, and Austin Theory in the main event was great, and. Uh, I just thought it was awesome. You know, there's a lot of great wrestling, and I didn't need to think about much while I watched it, which I enjoyed. But AEW, I don't know, something about AEW I don't understand. Like, when I look at AEW, there's, you know, they have a huge roster right now. They signed, like, what, 40, 50 people, whatever it might be. Now, they have a nice-sized roster right now. It's growing, yeah. It's growing. And they have these main eventers. You know, they have the the John Moxley's, and then they have the 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 Cody's and the Kenny Omega's yeah. and then all of a sudden I feel like there's like there's a giant there's a giant gap bro like it's between, not a gap it's literally you know a plateau between, and it just like, goes down a thousand <laughs> feet you're you're like falling to death yeah between them and like the it's rest that, of the roster so like how many guys in the roster actually look or have they built up that make me feel like they're gonna be a possible number one contender to a Chris Jericho or a Cody Rhodes nobody because so they're I, doing I, these four man matches these six man random superstar matches. Okay. I, I agree, because that's something that I think they do have to work on. When we watched the uh, the last official pay-per-view, Double or Nothing, right? Did We saw a lot of stuff happen, but we only really cared about those last three matches, right? Cody yeah. versus and, Dustin. And the same thing that happened with Fighter Fest. Last so, three matches. And what happened this show? Like one match. It was the Rhodes <laughs> versus the Bucks. So all I can say is that All Out, we'll have to revisit this, and we'll see from top to bottom was it good. And if we watch all the shows every week, does it build each of the talent? That's that's a key thing to see. But you know who they're not building properly? If you ask me, the guy who's supposed to fight Chris Jericho at All Out. And Hang that's Hangman Page. Page. No, Hangman no Page. Rub. What the hell? That guy is supposed to be built to look like a superstar right now. And he had that match on uh, Fight for the Fallen, which was like, eh, okay. And then you had Jericho come out and shit on him. Destroy him. Break yeah. his face with a code breaker. It, made, broke his it wasn't like, I feel like Hangman Page should have had a clear, decisive victory over whoever they put in the ring against him to build him up towards all out. But what'd they do? They injured him. Scott? I don't know. I think they got to go with the underdog story here. 
get get the fans behind him. How can you get behind Hangman Page? I couldn't. Every time I say his How theme, can you get behind Hangman every Page? Time I don't I understand hear his theme it. music, I think of the Little Nas X song, Old Town Road, you know? Or Red Dead Redemption. I'm going to take my hostess. Listen, Old if you guys Road. agree, please call into a 603 If you think Hangman Page looks like a million buck talent, I want to know. You know, he's that two, he's know. That two dollar hollow. You know who did look like a million bucks though? Sean Spears. Did you see the interview with uh, Jr.? No, I didn't. Did you see the interview with Jr.? Unfortunately, I did not. Oh yet. my god! You know what? We can't even talk about this. Might, all right. So they had a great thing where he talked about Cody Rhodes was in his inner circle. So he asked Jr. and he's like, "Listen, he's like, how many people have you met down? You know, your your forty fifty year career, and how many people are in those, like your inner circle? Is ten? Five, 20, or whatever. Ten. He's, he's Mr. 10, right? No, no, no. He's asking JR this, you oh. know? And, J- and he's like, and he looks at JR, and JR's like, oh, I don't know, maybe five, you know, 10, <laughs> or whatever, and about 10. And Austin's he looks at JR, and he's like, five. And he tells JR he's got five. And he's like, and Cody was one of them. And he said, was one of them, right? And he's like, there's certain things you don't say to a person, and there's certain things in wrestling you don't say to a wrestler, right? Cody wrote in a prior interview, when asked what they thought about Sean Spears, he said he's a good hand to the king. He's a good hand. You don't listen. I don't care if if you were my best friend. If you were a wrestler, and I was a wrestler. But why was, was this a, interview recently? Yeah, they just had it. They just aired it, and he's talking about the chair shot. And he he tells them he's like, Cody used to be my friend, but now he wears a suit. He's treating him like he's the bo- like he's a boss. You know what I mean? And he tells they're push, JR. They're pushing the envelope. Yeah. So JR talks about how they're going to fight. And he said, everybody knows. And he's like, but I got an ace up my sleeve. And who comes out and whispers in Sean Spears' ear? Tully fucking Blanchard. No way. Tully wow. Blanchard of the Four Horsemen whispers something in his ear. Spears laughs. And then what happens? He goes to JR. He's like, JR, this interview's going to have to get cut right now. And then that was it. And they both got up and they walked away. And I was like, holy shit. You just put, see, now that's it. You just put Sean Spears on another level now. You turned him from someone no one really gave a shit about to putting him in the screen on the same frame with a former horseman, Tully Blanchard. I will say that's good use of Tully Blanchard. I mean, that was was a key Dusty Rhodes rival back in the day. I honestly didn't even know that Tully Blanchard was, you know, in AEW or part of AEW. You know? No, I had no clue. I know. Like, this is, I, I didn't really expect this to go into this. This is double breaking but, news. Yeah, this, this is, is double huge. breaking news. I had news, to break, yeah. I had to let you know. So this really solidifies the, the so story all out, they're building. You know it's yeah. going to be Cody. It, it, it's going to go down. And who? Maybe, uh, uh, who would Cody have in his corner, Scott? Uh, I mean, I guess his brother? Gold dust. Or, dust. or. Are you, you going to say Magnum TA? Or. <laughs> who are you going to say? Who is, who else is in AEW that could be in his corner that he was friends with his father? Arn Anderson, maybe? Arne. Oh, wow, yeah. And now you are have, have a horseman in each corner? Are you going to have... Right, that's what I'm wondering. Are we going to have Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard in his corner? J.J. Dillon's got to be the ref, right? That Now, that now that is something I would... That's not I'd watch. That's something no. I'd want to see. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like There are glimpses. That's a historic There moment. are glimpses, but, but until that moment, I have not popped for a single AEW moment aside from John Moxley. That's it. That's it. I agree. You know, 
And that's it. That's all I want to say about that. I want you know. I want that didn't even pop for Sean Spears. I know what I'm going to watch as soon as this podcast is over. Excellent. I'm glad. Uh, let's talk about uh, what else happened over the weekend. WWE Extreme Rules. Thank you, Frank. Finished in my sentences. Extreme I already like rules. it. I like it. I like it. And what a show! Uh, it wasn't bad. I thought that yeah, the show, but, you know, the oh, booking, the God, pre-show, Shinsuke, you know, winning the title okay. on the pre-show, no one even sees. No respect for the IC title. Around I, listen, I agree, man. I'm going to agree with you here. What a way I, to put them down. So I know we're all upset it was on the pre-show, but when we look back at it, when did it get decided that it was actually on the card at least that 2 day? 2 p.m. that day, but everyone knew it was happening. Okay, so everybody knew it was happening, but like, do you see like the roster they have? They they, they spent so much money on all these guys that what, what are you going to do? Like, Not everybody's going to be on the card. There was a ton of people that weren't on the card. Everybody saw Kevin Owens tweet, right? Yeah. No, Billy Kidman and Mantar weren't even on the <laughs> yeah. card. I wish they would have made that match. He did. He had a big list of... Uh... A lot of uh, workers that were not on the card that should have been while Shane McMahon was. And he had some interesting choices on there. But, uh, yeah, uh, I I don't know. That should never have been the case. Shinsuke, I'm glad that Shinsuke won the strap. All right? Don't get me wrong. I'm happy he won the strap. You know what I mean? But on a pre-show, bro, you put the IC title on the pre-show, it's like you you just diminished, you know, its worth. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, so out of every other match on Extreme Rules, what match would have you put on the pre-show then? Because the Cruiserweight Championship was already on the pre-show, which is as expected, yeah, right? Yeah, Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> you would have put that one on the pre-show? I, I would have. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that, that match was, was one, two, three. Was it 17 seconds? I didn't even seconds? understand that. Yeah, that, that, that was the 17-second filler during the show. You can't count that. That was 17 seconds. I'd rather see the coach talk. Shout out to the coach, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you guys are talking about that on the pre-show, I want to hear what you're going to talk about with Undertaker curtain jerking over here. Listen, I know. Listen, all right, Scott, you are Scott, all right? I am a man with wrestling experience, okay? From a wrestler standpoint, okay, when you are the opener, that is not a bad thing. That's right. That's a very good point. All right, when you are... If you're not the main event, you want to be... The opener, because you know the crowd's going to be hot as hell, no matter what they throw out there. The crowd's always going to be hot the first match. You can almost literally do no wrong. So, I think... That, that was, was a great, great choice. Yeah, Undertaker probably got to pack up and go home afterwards, you know. Uh, but what 100%. a great match. Um, I thought that uh, there was a lot of good stuff. Shane McMahon uh, did a lot, of course, high spots per usual. Shane McMahon hit Undertaker with everything he's got, you know. Did you see him drop the elbow? You oh, know, the, I, I saw oh, yeah. the floppy elbow. The floppy elbow to the outside was amazing. Yes. Shane on the top rope. <laughs> That's right. What a big move. I mean, it was huge. It was huge, and then he wasn't even done. He, he goes, wasn't done yet. He you goes to the top rope. To coast. And what's he do before? Yeah, the Undertaker talk, baby. From the coast to coast. Throat slash. McMahon from the top. Coast to coast. Oh. Trash can to face. I mean, it was... That match was fire from beginning to end. From beginning, he looked great. He looked like a hundred, a million bucks. And, and and Scott, as the mastermind behind the wrestling, would you agree that the Undertaker washed the salty taste in his mouth from Super Shitdown? I mean, the temperature was probably forty degrees less than it was in Super Showdown, but he sure did. Undertaker put on a hell of a show on uh, Sunday. After he got hit with those two moves, though, he popped right back up. Oh, he came back, and then it was Choke Slam City. It wasn't just Choke Slam City; it, it was, was Tombstone City, City, baby. Middle of the ring. 
That's right. <laughs> One, two, three. That was it. Undertaker gets his celebration. He looks great. He feels great. And I feel like, you know, Undertaker could be back. Maybe we'll see him again at SummerSlam or Survivor Series. You well, know? at the very la- least, WrestleMania, right? This is very true. Well, remember, we didn't see him at WrestleMania this year, so who even knows? I hope he's going to make one last run. And then let's talk about the match that Frank thought was going to be match of the night, which very well might have as far as in-ring goes. In-ring, it was good. It had its moments, but it well, didn't live about up to Cesaro the Cesaro and versus Aleister That's Black. Right. Cesaro versus Aleister Black. Tell him. Like I said, it lived up to its hype, but it wasn't as in-depth because I think, as we've seen on Raw, I mean, or no, on SmackDown, that the rivalry between Cesaro and Aleister Black is not done. You don't think it's done yet? So no. I think it is done, but I think the reason why they did that rematch, well, does anybody remember my bold prediction from last week with, oh, with Cesaro and oh. Aleister Black? No, I, remember right. your, I remember your main event prediction. Yeah, yeah, everybody remembers that. We'll get to that later, but which was half true, I think. Anyway, but if we remember, uh, Cesaro was showing off that mouthpiece, right, when he revealed himself to Aleister Black. Right. right? Yeah. So if you noticed, right, he still, he still lost to the Black Mass, but the mouthpiece didn't fly out. But surprisingly, in the rematch on Tuesday, I did notice it that. did. And I felt like WWE wanted that to happen, so that's why they did that rematch on Tuesday. You think that he, he they wanted it to happen at Extreme Rules? Yeah, I think they wanted it to happen then. So if not, you know, you always got that wild card route. You can you can do anything with a wild card, right? So this is true. This that's is true. why I think they did that on Tuesday. I guess I'm just a little salty because I'm a huge Cesaro guy, and I hate to see him be used as a stepping stone yet again. But I agree. I agree. Hey, life goes on. I thought they repackaged him. He was going to be. You know, they put him in that match. On we'll talk about on Raw. We got an opportunity at the title. At least he's top ten. You know, and let's move it on. You know, Kofi and Joe had a good match, solid outing. Nothing really special to talk about from that match, but uh, but the most important thing about you know, not just before we talk about Kofi Kingston, is the new day. The new day. Yes, it is. And that's uh, true. They got all the gold. They got all the gold now. They got all the gold. The new day. All three from. Planets champions, tag champions. You know what? And I will say, I wasn't expecting that match to be good. I wasn't having any expectations looking into that. And that match was great. Big yeah. E is great. He's money. Everything he puts his hands on. And he, the dude walks down the ring and he's money. That's the truth. You know what else was money? I'll tell you what. I know I was skipped over. It was Lashley and Strowman. Lashley wow. and Strowman. That the biggest of big man battles. That's another one I think fans had low expectations with, but that absolutely How could you delivered. have low expectations after the stunt they pulled on Raw a couple weeks ago? I only expected something greater, and I was happy that we received it. And we it. got one hell of a finish. We got that crazy finish from Strowman. Oh, he ran through the wall like he was, what, RoboCop Terminator? <laughs> he ran through the wall. <laughs> he puts Lashley on his shoulders. Yeah. He's standing in, what would you call him, the stands? Stan Scott stand, sure. The stands, but they the fall through the back, stairs. the concessions, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then, then he puts them on his shoulders. He gives them the power slam off of the rafters. <laughs> it was amazing. I'd never seen nothing like it. Are you kidding me? Power slam! <laughs> and it was amazing. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, and let's, you know, the main event is really what we've got to talk about, though, before we go any further. You know, because I'm getting ready for uh, a smoke break. I think. I think Frank already jumped the gun. It's all right. It it's all right. Let's 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 talk about um, Rollins and Becky versus Corbin and Evans. Sadly, you know? my prediction didn't come true. We didn't see the breakup. I didn't get the. See. I told you that wasn't going to happen, though. I said I told you. You were I know, so I was, confident. You were so confident, bro. The asshole is me. I guess. You know? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but uh 
You know, Scott wasn't he? He made a bold prediction, and I didn't get any yeah. sable bombs on Sunday. You're disappointed you didn't get the breakup, but I'm disappointed uh, I didn't get a sable bomb. He didn't get the sable. You're bomb. half right, though. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, he didn't come in during the match; he cashed it in after the match. But if Brock Lesnar's cashing in, you ain't walking away with the title. The only one walking away with the title is going to be Brock Lesnar. And this is true. And I mean, that's what happened. Brock Lesnar, he came in and he gave. And at five. And at five. And at five. Cover by Lesnar. Hook on the leg. Lesnar's the champion. Lesnar, new WWE Universal Champion. And the marks run wild online. They are so upset. Oh, I, well, I'd say they're split, but I mean, and now they're ready the to go to AEW. I almost quicker. wish that we had Bill Bungie this week because I know that'd be like one of his top stories. Yeah. he. Why? Bill's not calling in this week? I don't know. I was, you know, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe he just not. said he wasn't calling in. I don't know. Oh, well, he said it's a possibility. Oh, right. Let's just He's ask the question working. real quick. Why yeah. do people hate Brock Lesnar? Because he's not know. there every week? Yes. Yeah, yes. that is That's it. exactly That's it. it. That's it. And because otherwise he's a star. I think at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar, <coughs> when his career is all said and done, will be on the Mount Rushmore. You think so? That, that is <coughs> a think, bold statement. I think he's already has a reason to be up there right now. I mean, he's accomplished a lot. And he doesn't need every week to do it. He Accomplished a lot is an understatement, Scott. It's an understatement. That guy has done amateur wrestling. He had done pro wrestling. Champion. He'd done MMA. Champion. UFC. Champion. It doesn't matter what he's done because he's going to be what, Frank? The champion. That's right, Scott. Straight edge running with smoke my weed. What the fuck are you doing? God damn it. If you can't recognize Brock Lesnar. Scott, we tried to pass it to you and you started crying. That's not true. All right. Well, in that case, Scott, here you go. Oh, the Scott. Join in the group. You may fall asleep. I hope not. I hope, Anyways, yeah. another big moment in that match that I thought was really cool was when <laughs> Corbin hit Becky Lynch with the end of days. I think that maybe, maybe that part could have been a, 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 a sliver of a light towards WWE doing more intergender stuff. And I'm not talking mixed tag matches. I'm talking intergender. Yeah, you know? it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. You already see the buildup of that. And then, like, you know, I hope we don't see... A man hit his wife, but I'm well, almost. We saw that to... big end of days yeah. bump Corbin. Unceremoniously back to the outside. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Oh, oh, God, whoa. End of days! End of days! And you heard him right there, end of days. And uh, you know, Becky, who I honestly thought should have really sold that move for. Her. I think, you know, at the end of day, I think Becky should have been out completely, one hundred percent the whole time. Right up until the end of the show. I think she should have sold it like it was super devastating, but she was like sitting on the outside holding her arm or her shoulder because she was selling that shit like she always does. Uh, well, I think they had to do something. She had to be out of commission because uh, if, she, if she wasn't, what if she stood up to Brock Lesnar? That's what I was thinking. I thought you yeah. should have been more out of commission after taking that move. No way. Should they even try to defend her man? Or, may- or maybe maybe she faked it then. Maybe she faked it. Maybe she faked it with Rollins. That's that's, that's something for another issue. I but, think I think that she should have. But maybe she didn't want to face Brock. I just think that. Who she, would? Would you want to face took, Brock Lesnar? <laughs> Listen, you got one of the first times in a long time that uh, a man lays like a move, a move on, a, on a woman. I feel like the cell should have been longer. And, you know, to the point that where Rollins was done, got beat <sighs> by Brock and looks up to find Becky still out on the outside, you know? And that I feel like that would have sold the moment more. 
I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. The uh, but the thing though is, oh, it Scott, seems WWE's Scott's got been, a thing. Been pushing the envelope lately, right? Oh, of course, yeah. So well, because you know who's uh, at the helm of Raw. They're trying to try right. So, so, hey, so Heyman's in. Did he officially start this week? Last week? Next week? Who knows? Last right? week he I announced believe. it. This week, yeah, he did say him. that he was in charge. He made reference to that. Yeah. He said we're I all open everyone's ears, Brock's bitches now. Oh well, we're gonna go into that. I love that. That was great. That was great. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, what I want to point out though is that. We heard we heard Baron Corbin right. He, he he said shit after he said to Seth Rollins, "You ain't shit." Now, granted, they blurted out, but he wouldn't have said that if they weren't going this envelope pushing route right now. So yeah, it's it seems we're taking a we're taking a turn back to the Attitude Era, perhaps. Well, let's I hope think so. we will because I mean, even AEW is putting up just as controversial shit. Yeah. WWE stepping their game up. We may have a new, you know a new Monday Night War brewing. So does WWE feel threatened by AEW? I think they know they have to adapt to evolve. But I don't feel like they feel threatened because I told you the other week that Vince McMahon doesn't even is not worried in the least bit. He knows that his show he and knows, his ratings yeah, are down, always. but I don't think he still considers AEW the cause. No. Well, we'll see come September, October. The product That's has right. been the cause, and now they're making the switch, and here we go. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's take a smoke break real quick because uh, I've been talking a lot of wrestling already. I want to go into Raw and SmackDown when we get back. But first, let's take a smoke break. <coughs> oh shit, good looking, yeah, yo. You already know. It's tight. Everywhere I go, you want your PVs, boy? Shit, man. No waste. He's pushing yeah. weight. Oh man. Told you that shit finna flow, man. <coughs> man, fuck everybody. All them haters on you back in the day. They all riding your dick now. But that's enough for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. 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 Man, man, tell them who this shit's for, them non-drinkers. Them non-smokers. Them non-sippers. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, it's the hippie, Dickie Moon, man. It's time to sit back, relax, and chill. You're tuned into the 2B Blunt Podcast with Frank Knox and Peasy. Peace. We're back on the 2B Blunt Podcast. The Scott in studio. That's right. And we're going to go into a little Raw Smackdown. Two Blunt Steve. Two Blunt Steve. Yeah, we just. On the Two B Blunt podcast. That's right. And that's probably so we, why, you know, uh, that I, we just yeah. got lost on break there. Yeah, Two B Blunt. <laughs> Man, that was a trip down memory lane. I know, right? Yeah, but. PZ Two Bloods. PZ Two Bloods. PZ Two Bloods. So let's talk about Monday Night Raw. You know, we got the, the big intro with uh, Paul Heyman coming out with. Uh, with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's right. Who else he comes out and calls everyone, you know, everyone's now Brock's bitches. Says he's back. He's in charge, you know. Is it, His first a, public reference of him running the show. Yeah, he really did. He called them Brock's bitches. It was amazing. Oh, Brock's bitches. Oh, man. I loved it. I loved it. It was a great cut, you know, the great intro to Raw. Yeah, and they announced the big main event of who Brock Lesnar is going to face at SummerSlam. 
That's ten right. Man Battle Royal. The Ten Man. What was the whole name? I forgot. The Ten even Man All Star Battle Royal. Oh, thank you, no, Scott. No, no, there was, was more. There was more. That. Yeah, it was like it was into like the interpromotional, interpromotional wild card, yeah. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it was cross promotional. That's right. It was the cross promotional. <laughs> oh, it was just cross promotional. Yeah, that's like, right. If all, it was All Star, All Star cross promotional Battle Royal, Royal for, for number one contendership. Yep. All right. That's some. If it was otherwise, they would have been Billy Kidman and Mantar could have been in it then, huh? I mean, yeah, this is also very true. This is also very true. So, um, they had a lot of good stuff to happen on Raw. We had the yeah. revival and the and Bobby Bob- Roode teaming together, baby. Finally teaming together. Back. I loved I, it. I love not just seeing Bobby Roode, but I really saw some potential for the three of those guys to have their own little, you know, like stable, like Bobby Roode and the like revival, the but day. like the yeah. new revival where they wear the nice shirts and the sunglasses, you know, and then Bobby Roode goes back to the Bobby Roode of NXT when he was wearing, you know, the million dollar suits and shit. Just don't you get know? rid of that mustache, Bobby. Don't get rid of that mustache. No, I don't think he ever would, but they, they kind of remind me of what could be like a new age evolution. That would be cool. You know what I mean? Just throw one more guy in there, and you got you know you got the four man team. Who's the last guy you throw Ooh, in there? Ooh, that's a good one, Scott. Uh, we're gonna make a new age evolution with Bobby Roode and the revival. Who would be the fourth man? I mean, I gotta go quick here, huh? I almost uh, stumped the Scott guys. Yeah, this could be a, this could be a stump <laughs> the Scott. I don't know. You know what? Maybe maybe uh, to give somebody some elevation, a new and improved. I'm gonna say Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. I know, out of the box, right? I don't that's know. That's a little out of the you box. You put me on the spot. You I'm put sorry. the Scott on the spot. If so. that's what happens, we're in trouble with you. So if you call if, in if you ever to put stump me on the Scott, Scott. my answer is going to be Kurt Hawkins. We're in trouble. If you guys want to call in and try to stump the Scott, 860-384-7110. And if I say Kurt Hawkins, I'm probably wrong. That means you stumped me. Frank Knox, who would you put in the New Age Evolution? Um, as the lead, Would he be the leader? Or would he no, just... he would be like the fourth member. You know, but every, I, mean, I think Bobby Roode would be the leader. You Bobby Roode would be, yeah. The leader. And then you have the revival. And it's like you got to have wow. another singles guy, right? Yeah, or yeah. a singles girl. I mean, or woman, I should say. Ah, uh, uh, stump! I stumped the Frank too. Stump the Frank. You know, though, if they really were, I initially evolution. was thinking you put Adam Cole and be the leader, and he just comes in and. All right, hear me out, guys. This is this age. is what it's going to be. The New Age Evolution would be the leader. Bobby Roode, tag team, the revival, and the newly repackaged drumroll hundred dollar suit wearing, sunglasses wearing, the best goddamn wrestler oh. in WWE today. What do we got? Chad Gable. Oh wow! Wow! You yeah. know what? I could see Gable. He would be like old. the Randy Orton of the group. I, that's how I would yeah. picture it. He's got that history with Robert Roode, right? Former tag He's team champ. That's yep, right. History. That's what I mean. Exactly. But See, I never understood their history together, too. I hated when they Well, they together. obviously just threw them together like they do when they run out of shit to do. Well, I mean, even Gable and Benjamin, we didn't understand either, right? Yeah, this is true. We still uh, don't understand Benjamin. I know. Is, you that, know what what he's, is that what he's no. thinking about all the time? Is that what he's thinking about? It might be. He's got to be thinking about something. Might be. You know I don't what know else why I really keep running him. Sorry. My bad, bro. My bad. No, I'm sorry. I had a question. You know what else I liked about Raw? I think because I talked to you about this before, I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, what is it? It's gonna be the uh, the the new pre match uh, promos they do. Those are great, and they just intertwine. You seen yeah. that, the Scott? You noticed how they started doing these pre match promos where, as the guy's music's hitting right before his music, I'm oh, God. Jesus Christ! 
Sorry, I'm not not religious, so. <laughs> Who's calling on the To Be Blunt podcast? Hold on, that's a lot of who it is. Hello, you're on the To Be Blunt podcast. Hey, hey, I'm here to stump the Scott. Oh, wait a, a second, you're here to stump the Scott? Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. All so right. Anyways, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this real quick before you go ahead. You know, we got to keep this in line with what's going on. Are you have a you have a question in mind already, or can I give you a theme? No, I'm going to just ask what I ask, and if I stump them, I stump them. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't like that attitude. You know, it's. I mean, this is my show. This is my goddamn show. This that is Frank Knox's goddamn guy. show. Yeah, that was the same guy they called before, Frank. Uh, oh, Frank Crotch. Yeah, Frank. The same guy. Yeah. How dare you call in with an attitude? Yeah, he, being he's, a he's still pissy. Here, he's still here. Or you hung up on him. I hung up on him. Uh, Listen, I kind of want to know what the challenge is going to be. I just want to know. Well, yeah. Well, if you want to let everybody know out there, I'm not scared. If he didn't want to be a dick, but this guy called in acting like a dick for no reason. He got aggressive. He said, "I called in and I'm going to ask what I want." That's it. What do you mean aggressive, bro? I just smoked a blind a half. There ain't no aggressive shit right now. Not allowed. If you're calling into the Two B Blood Podcast, please don't be aggressive. We chilling right now. We're having an enlightened conversation. Let's talk about Raw. I don't want to get off track. You got me all pissed off now cutting promos, goddammit. You think you can cut a better promo than me? You know what? I tell you what. I tell you what. If you're still listening, goddammit, I tell you what. This is what's going to happen if you think you're the smartass, all right? If you think you're better than me, I'll give you this. You call in and you cut a better promo than PZ. And by God, I will let you ask any goddamn question you want to the Scott Button until then and only. Until then, you will keep your mouth shut, and my show will continue to ride off into the clouds. Hey. And if you ain't about that, we got two words for you. That's not what I was going to say. The joke's on you. Speaking of that. Speaking of, you know what? We should go into this. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of this. You know, I have a little uh, an issue. Speaking of that, I was watching Raw, and I saw Cedric yeah. Alexander use your gimmick. A.K.A. Uh, Gary the Goat. Uh, no, no, it wasn't even when he was Gary. No, this was Cedric in the back. He had his glasses on everything. He even took him off. Yeah. When he took and the, he ran my tagline against tag Drew, Mac, the Drew McIntyre. Yeah, the joke's on you. The son of a bitch went ahead and ran my tagline, and I'm pissed. Now that you bring that up, I'm pissed, goddammit. Now everyone's getting me all fired up. My blood pressure's going through the roof. You know? Cedric Alexander, you must be watching me. Because I saw you on Raw say, the joke's on you. Well, goddammit, the joke's ain't gonna be on me. It will be on you. I've been using that tagline for years. I can account for it. For years. I have proof. I got... All kinds of proof of, you know, me cutting the promos and finishing off the, you know, the jokes on you. This son of a bitch think he knows what he's talking about. This is from at least what was the last Battlefront show we went to? Man, that three was months ago. three months ago. Three months, months ago. Three months ago. Yeah. This is a promo I cut leading up to my appearance at Battlefront where I was in a battle royal for number one contendership for the goddamn world title. And this is how it's done. My name is Slade Dangerfield, and I get no respect. We are a mere 24 hours out from Battlefront Pro Wrestling Presents No Turning Back.
Now, I'm not going to sit here like these other clowns and swear and try to be cool because that's not no, what I do. What I will do is tell you this. Tomorrow night, I will walk right in to Battlefront. I will step right inside that ring and I will throw every single superstar that gets in my way out over the top rope because I will secure my shot at Ty Shine in that Battlefront Pro Wrestling Championship. Now, I know all of you out there probably saying, ooh, say Dangerfield, he hasn't done anything in a while. What the hell is he going to do? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do. It doesn't matter if you're Yusef or Yosef or Pyramids of Power or the Filthy Family, Big Cal Stevens. It doesn't matter. All that matters is when the dust settles and the smoke clears, I will be your Battlefront Pro Wrestling Champion. If you don't believe me, the joke's on you. And that's all the proof you need, goddammit. Yo, that's calm, it. Calm down, man. What do you mean, yeah. calm down? Yeah, man, calm down. It's all right. Let's just continue to show you. You said your blood pressure is going to rise, you know. Let's calm I'm down. Mad, yo. That, that was my idea. That was my line. I just I hope know, Cedric man. doesn't talk about respect next week. Yeah, but Bray Wyatt, you know. I need a second. Showed you, up this let's week. talk about the you fiend, seen huh? You've seen the fiend show up. We didn't know when it was going to happen. It happened this past Monday. And it happened to the demon. Well, Finn it didn't Ballard. happen to the demon. It happened to the man. But a demon could be coming out of this, but we'll see. But I got to say, though, what, you know. As what's going to happen. As, yeah. as lifelong wrestling fans, right, we, we, we clamor for originality and... For the Fiend to come out, this whole Firefly Funhouse, right? Never been done before in wrestling. Never seen anything like it, right? So I got to say, though, the lighting effect was really cool. I mean, he didn't get on the microphone or anything, but he got in there. You know, he did the Sister Abigail to Finn Balor. And uh, I got to say, I really like the lighting effects of it. It was the lights sounds, out, but then the flashing. Just the flashing. Yeah, it was all. just a trance. It was a visual and sound trance. It was like. Is that there, we go. there we go. We got the clip. PZ pulled it up. I don't know where he went. He's all fired up, though, still. He's pacing back and forth. Yeah, he's bad. You're all right, man? You're pacing. You're pacing back and forth. I'm upset right now. We weren't ready for the clip. Listen, I, well, I don't know what to tell you. You know what? The clip just plays. That's not my bad, goddammit. I think PZ might have to go to Firefly Funhouse. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, man. Go ahead. I'm just angry right now, you know? I'm angry. So what are we going to do? You want to call somebody maybe to see if we have you been. What are you Googling over there? Lawyers well, I'm try, yeah, I'm trying to listen. I, I'm trying to find my. The, I, I'm supposed to have this, you know, phone number of this guy I know. He's a lawyer, you know, and I, I thought I had his phone number and I'm trying to go through Google and check my phone. And uh, God damn it. His name was Richard E. Stone Esquire. This guy is supposed to be an amazing lawyer. I've known him for a while. I'm going to really? call him. I think I found his number right here. Let's give him a call. Let's man. give this yeah. guy a call, man. I got to see what's going on. We're going to call Richard E. Stone. I'm going to see if I can get some money for this. I want to get paid. You deserve it. It was, right. your, it was your tagline. He's got Esquire in his name, so he can make it happen. Well, let's find out. Good evening. You've reached the law office of Richard E. Stone, Esquire, where we have a firm grip on your legal matters. How may I direct your call? Hello? Rich? Is that you? I'm sorry, sir. This is his secretary. Mr. Stone is currently occupied with a client. May I take a message? A message? What? 
Listen, I was told by Mr. Stone personally that this was his direct line. I need you to tell Mr. Stone that Peasy, a.k.a. Mr. Dangerfield, is on the line with a very pressing matter, and I need his attention immediately. I'm sorry, sir. Please hold. I can't believe they put me on hold. What is this shit? Hey! Hello? God damn it! Someone pick up the phone! Hello? What the hell's going on, Frank? Mr. Dangerfield? Mr. Stone said he'll have to call you back. Would you like to leave a message or have me transfer you to his voicemail? Voicemail? You tell Mr. Stone that Peasy, a.k.a. Slade Dangerfield, is on the line with something that can make us both a boatload of money. All right. Please hold, sir. You could Can you believe that chick put me on hold again? I can't believe it, man. I thought you said you knew this guy. I can't believe it. That lady just put me on hold. This I thought you second. had a direct number. This is supposed to be a direct line to his cell phone. You must have got the wrong number, bro. Dude, I don't know what's going on here. I'm getting real pissed. Mr. Dangerfield, I'm going to transfer you to Mr. Stone now. It's about damn time. But I'm on hold again? What the hell? I can't believe this shit. Wow. You've reached the law offices of Richard E. Stone Esquire. Richard E. Stone Esquire speaking. How may I be of service? God damn it, Rich. This is Peasy calling you. I thought that I had the direct number of your cell phone, man. I'm paying you tons of money, and I get your secretary that picks up and tells me that you were busy, and I had to force her to put me through to you. Oh, Mr. Dangerfield, how are you this afternoon? <laughs> All right. <laughs> this yeah. guy's got jokes. This guy's got jokes. You know what? I'm not doing very good. I'm going to tell you why. I was watching Raw the other night, and this guy, Cedric Alexander, went out there and stole my gimmick, ripped off my tagline, and now I want to sue for gimmick infringement. <laughs> okay, Mr. Dangerfield. Uh, first thing I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to calm down, okay? Uh, Mr. Richard Stone Esquire does not listen to people who take a tone with him. Come on, PC, calm down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, all right, all right. You're right, you're right. You pay you're me right. good money, Mr. Dangerfield. I expect to be treated with respect. Damn it, god damn it. He's right, he's right. This, look, these lines are blowing up yeah, over here. His phone's ringing now, off the hall. They're ringing off the hall. All right, now, I'm sorry, listen, you're right. Someone, someone who has no respect seems to be Mr. Alexander, am I correct? Yes, absolutely. You got no respect. Huh. Okay, and we don't like people who have no respect. In fact, I don't take too kindly to people who don't respect my clients. So oh. here's what we're going to do. Right. We got some options, okay? All right. I can call Tony. We can take Mr. Alexander out on a boating trip if you're picking up what I'm putting down. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. All right, live listening. Or I can call old VKM myself and give him a little cease and desist. Ooh, the old classic cease and desist. I, I like, like calling it. Uncle Tony, you know? What do you think, Peasy? I don't know. It's whatever he recommends. Well, I, I'd say we save the muscle for later. Let's try the diplomatic route. All right. You really think I got a chance here against, uh, you're going to talk about Vincent Kennedy McMahon? You're going to call him firsthand? You think I got a Listen, chance? Because I'm pissed you got right Richard now. Stone Esquire. You got Richard E. Stone Esquire on your side, okay? You got law and order on your side, pal. That's right. See, Law and Order, that's what wow. I'm talking about. I told you, Frank. Wow, this, this is the was, guy to call. This, this is the guy to call. Richard E. Stone, Esquire. Seems like he has your best interests 
in mind. Oh, I, I always have my client's best interest at heart. Well, goddamn it, Rich. Well, you think we could work out some kind of deal this time? Oh, you know what? I think we might be able to work something out. I'll, I'll tell you what. All right, I'm listening. I'll have my people call your people, all right? What? What? It's the highest motherfucking podcast around. To be blunt. With Peasy. Can you believe that guy? He just hung up in my face. Hopefully he gives us a call back. I don't I think mean, we're, I don't think <laughs> I do really think he knows, you know, Vincent Kennedy Vincent Kennedy. Oh no, he knows a guy named Tony, and that scares me. Yeah, me too. Should have called that McDivitt. <laughs> All right, let's move it on. You know, this show's far from over. If you want to call in 860-384-7110, let's talk about SmackDown. You know? And, and it, this is supposed to be day one of the Bischoff era. Right? No, 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 Bischoff was not there this week. He's actually supposed right. to schedule, you know, to start next week, from next what I week. hear. Right. Yeah. I think he's driving cross-country, moving to our neck. Yeah, I actually just saw him, I think, on Twitter or something with his dog driving out, you know, across, you know. Across from, the, from bumfuck Wyoming. Cross, yeah. Crossing the lives. Colorado River. <laughs> Maybe. Who the, the hell Missi- knows? It's possible. I went through the Colorado, the Mississippi, <laughs> and now I'm here in Connecticut. No, but hopefully he gets here soon. You know, we all want to see that. But, yeah, so SmackDown. So SmackDown was uh, straight. You know, you got the big town hall. First, w- first ever. Well, yes, Supposedly. it was, it was the first, first ever. ever town hall. Um, and, you know, that was interesting, I guess. They had Kevin Owens and a bunch of other people speak of. Liv Morgan, who got some airtime, which I couldn't believe. I was excited about this. See, I like Liv Morgan, you know? I don't know. That's she got the Harley Quinn thing going on. The blue tongue. Yeah. There was a clip on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw. She got a real emotional after she was on the mic. When the next person started talking, she was... She's a little teary-eyed. I think that she actually got time on SmackDown. Wow. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. She just I saw her after she had the a match. match on the, yeah. I saw her after the match on the mic. Yeah, she just had a match. It was great. And now that she was on the mic after, it looked like she may repackage herself or son. You're right. I'm going to come back or something, right, Liv Morgan? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, she had a great match for Charlotte. I absolutely uh, thought she put on a good showing, you know, and hopefully that at the end it looked like maybe she's going to get a little repackaging, you know. Yeah. She was going to get taken more serious. And I was like, oh, Liv Morgan's going to get taken serious. <laughs> we'll see. She's going to have to lose the blue tongue, though. I, I don't I don't care. It doesn't bother me, you yeah, know. Sorry with me. She can keep uh, it. I definitely didn't understand Daniel Bryan and how he came out, what, four or five times and literally said nothing after they hyped his big announcement. You know? I guess the New Day took his shine. He came out while they were in the ring. They offered him a rematch at the titles. What did you think his announcement was going to be? I had no idea. Maybe that he was, you know, no longer the planet's champion. Who knows? Daniel Bryan announcements usually involve retirement, though. Yeah, uh, that's what I initially (laughs) thought. But when I saw the um, post-Extreme Rules interview when he was all deranged. Right, right. And he looked like he was going to do whatever he had to do to get where he needed to be next. Yeah, it looked exciting. And then we got nothing. We got nothing. Yeah, this is true. It was a weird weird SmackDown. SmackDown consistently has been... uh, Maybe he'll be the next member of uh, Evolution. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, we got Ember Moon and Bailey going to SummerSlam. I don't feel like it's a bad match. I think it's good that Ember Moon got a little uh, time. She deserves it. She's great. She's a great talent. She's got, uh, uh, you know, the finishing move that everybody pops for. Brain know? finisher. Her, her and time. I'm, I'm Scott, very what's happy. her name? Help me out here. Very happy for, for Ember Moon here. Scott, uh, what's the name? What are you talking about? Oh, the name of the move? Yeah. Uh, the Eclipse. Thank you. The Eclipse. There yeah, he is. Yeah, that's top See? rope Scott. stunner. Uh, but I couldn't anyway. stop him this time. <laughs> 
But uh, I'm very excited for Ember Moon, but I got to say, I'm very surprised the way this company runs. I'm surprised that Charlotte does not have this match at SummerSlam. It's, it's refreshing not to see for once. It is refreshing. Yeah. I'm just Ember Moon, does, she deserves it. Yeah. And this she's getting it. It'll be a great match between probably the two of the best female wrestlers in WWE right now. Bailey and Ember Moon. I mean, they're yeah. not everyone's top five. Right? It's about time they start sure. giving Ember Moon, you know, a little more feature on the shows because she got a, an original look to her, and I think that she's just she's really good, really good. Uh, I had I love the uh, the whole promo that was leading up to the six man. You know, when they had the new day, and then uh, oh shit, the Randy Orton out there on the sides. Oh yeah, know? they yep. And this guy's out there, they and they told him. Out yeah, they the, all called yeah. him out for the match, yeah. and Randy Orton just stops and looks at him. He's like, nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Nah, and I'm I popped. Good. I popped for away, it. Yeah. Something so simple. We obviously ended up getting the match at the end of the show, you know, which was uh, which was straight. Straight, you know. Kofi still picked up. The, but he picked up the pinned Kofi Kingston. This is this yeah, is I mean, true. Randy Orton looked dominant. Well, you're Not right, you're right, you're right. I don't know why I saw that. So it's pretty obvious, yeah. right? Orton, Kofi, SummerSlam? SummerSlam. But that's what I great. want. I love it. And that's there's a I lot want. of history there. And Orton's been getting pops ever since he's been back. I was know? hoping Orton was going to win on the Monday. Man. I was hoping that as well. You know, I was hoping it was going to be Orton and Lesnar because yeah. that would have been huge. Bro. That'd be a match we'd want to see. Right? Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, honestly, have, they probably could have wrestled, Scott? If you just, uh, you know, rewind to SummerSlam three years ago, yeah, that match already happened at SummerSlam oh, wow. in the main event. You guys don't remember when that's Orton got his, And this is why we have the Scott. Orton got, <laughs> Orton got his head busted open. He got, like, well, however many staples oh, right. in his head oh. from the elbow. And that's, that's the right. one that Jericho didn't know if it was a work or not. So then, you know, he got in a tussle with Lesnar backstage. Yes, you're right. All right, I'll, I'll stop telling that's you. That's why stuff. we have no, this Scott. Is good. You know, that's why you're here. Yeah, that's what we need, the fact yeah. checker, you know. Um but yeah, so that's gonna be a nice buildup. I'm I'm down to see Orton back in the main event. You know what I mean? I'm hundred percent ready. And I, I thought um also that the Apollo Cruz Andrade match was very good. It was and nice to see both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Apollo I, and I was really surprised that Apollo got the win. You know? Which was and that's surprising how decisive he got the win too, because I thought that they were building Andrade up. And it's crazy. He got a win right real quick on SmackDown this week, and then he lost uh, to Kashida on NXT this week. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I just I thought that 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 they could have gone about that finish a different way, you know, because uh, it helped obviously put Apollo Cruz over and upped his. Uh, you stock. know, worth right his stock. Thank you, Scott. But exactly. what are they going to really do with Apollo Cruz at the end of the day? They've had him for how long? They've done nothing with him. That's what I'm worried young, about, bro. Talent. That's what I'm saying. He's got the you know, you know? he's got the girl, the side piece with him. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't know, bro. Bill Bungie loves her. I mean, he might have to reform Titus worldwide to get his <laughs> stock back up. Well, you know, whatever it's got to be. Um, moving on, Owens and Ziggler got the rematch, and they actually went longer than 17 minutes or seconds, which was, you know, impressive. <laughs> we actually got a real match this time, which I don't understand why we just didn't get that at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't make sense for it to happen on Tuesday. Well, it did. But what really didn't make sense is just the stunners, you know? I mean, they were pretty bad. They were pretty botched, I thought. Uh, nothing worse. Nothing worse than the the worst McMahon bump of all time yeah. was the the stunner Stone Cold gave to Linda at Raw Homecoming, I think 2005. If anybody remembers that out there, 
Yeah, oh, 2005. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. You got all the stuff. See, this, this is how but, it's going to go. But, Scott's got no, all the Could we see this coming Monday at Raw Reunion? Could we see, like, double McMahon stunners from I'm Austin so. and Owens? That's, yeah. that's, I'm thinking it's got to happen. You've got to have happen. something with Stone Cold and Kevin Owens it's, because it's you're building this happen. whole thing to be exactly like Stone Cold versus Vince. They're trying to rehash, you know, the magic they had back in the day, which is, you know, interesting because Kevin Owens, when he, when he hits the stutter, all right. Every time he hits the stutter, I think to myself, are the people popping for him or are they, are they giving him like the, you know, are they excited to see the move because it's so, you or know, they, or, over. They, or are they vicariously popping for Stone Cold? Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a combination of all three, actually, to be honest. I mean, it me. could be, but, uh, but he has that nice pop up power bomb, bro. It's a sick move. It is great. I, I loved it. And, you know, when you come yeah. back from an injury, I guess you gotta you gotta reinvent yourself somehow, some way. So, so. The, st- the stunner is what Kevin Owens has done. Yeah. My question is gonna be though: Is this Monday? Does he drink a beer with Stone Cold? Because Kevin Owens isn't a drinker. Well, he mean, doesn't drink. How do you not? But drink I think a he beer has to Stone make Cold. an occasion. You gotta so do- he Otherwise, he's drink gonna get stunned. One hundred percent. I don't know. Like you know, he might be straight edge like Punk. I don't know, but I just know he doesn't drink. So what's gonna happen? I mean, he could drink a beer. All he has to do is do a Stone Cold style. Just make a. Pour out of his mouth down yeah, his chin. Just, just drink know? like twenty percent of it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, the Raw reunion will be awesome, and I hope you know we do see a moment like that. And uh, I also hope that next week on SmackDown we get uh, a you know the introduction of Eric Bischoff to the show, and maybe see a little change to the show because I felt like both weeks since Heyman took over Raw, the show has been consistently on the lower end. Fact or not? I agree. I big, agree. I agree. Big fucking facts. And, and I think I, I want to say Paul Heyman is probably actually not looking forward to this Monday's Raw. He's gone on record before as saying that he doesn't. Uh, he wants to start fresh, right? Start with new talent. Kind of a lot like what AEW is doing, to be honest with you. But uh, for him to, if he's officially running Raw now, and he's got, you know, we saw the commercial. There's like what twenty five, thirty names, and they just keep getting named by the day. I think today Molina just got named, so they got to find like a spot for all these people on the show, right? So how much is that going to take away from what Paul Heyman wants to accomplish, and you know the talent that wants that airtime? We're going to see a lot of people not on TV next week to make room for all these legends, which I, which I'm I'm not upset with. We all love nostalgia, right? Yeah, absolutely. Forget it. This guy don't even listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna hope for you know better show next week, and hopefully I think you're we're right. gonna get it. I think uh, we're you know we might it. get it. But let's go into our. We know what we're gonna do. Our newest segment here. Oh we're, yeah, we're gonna do. But we're gonna call the Frank Knox top five. Frank's in the name off his top five from five to one, and we're gonna go through it after and see what our opinions are, and then to see if me and the Scott agree with him. All right, let's, let's do play it. it off. It's the Frank Knox top five. Frank Knox Top 5! Frank Knox Top 5! Frank Knox Top 5! Frank Knox Top 5! It's the Frank, Frank Knox, Knox Top 5! Yeah! Frank Knox, let's hear it! What are the top 5 for this week? Start right. from number 5! Number 5, I got Shinsuke winning the IC title. I got number 4, I got Roman Reigns. Number three, I got Seth Rollins. Number two, I got the whole new day. And number one, I got none other than the new heavyweight champion, Brock Lesnar. Wow. Big, big names for the first top five, Frank Knox. Scott, what'd you think about that? You know what? That top five, it's, uh, it looks pretty accurate to me. I'd agree with every single one of those. Look at that. 
Really? You agree with every single one of those? I agree with every single I mean, people are going to shit on Brock Lesnar being on the top of the list, but, I mean, he cashed in money in the bank. He won a title. fashion. All right. Come on. All right. But where's, where's, like, where's The Undertaker? The Undertaker, he had one match. You know, I had to put, (sighs) it was either him or Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns won the ESPY, Hobbs and Shaw, premiered he had more of a bigger week you yeah know? you think he had the bigger week okay. all professional wrestling okay right? he had all the right. first ever moment of the year wrestling moment of the year okay and then he had the premiere of his his new movie ah it's, it's great i premiere mean week. all right i mean i'll let it go i right you're right i mean uh, over i mean you would put that was my decision all right, all right, right, you, you put in your top five all right my well, top it doesn't matter my top five this is this is frank knox's top five but I will tell you what would be in my top five is some things that he didn't mention. Um, one would be Bray Wyatt. I thought that his debut and the pop he got, I mean, the building was like erupted. The place went nuts. And I thought it was a powerful moment. And I thought Bray Wyatt would have been in the top five, but he definitely would have been in but my top what five. Of which, which one of my top five would you guys remove? If you only had to remove one, would it be Roman Reigns? Probably, I, or probably Shinsuke. Probably would be. I don't want to move Shinsuke because he did win a title this week. Yeah, but on the but pre-show. Here's the thing. There's there's so there's so many people on this roster. And like we look at that, and that's just that's just male athletes, right? Like, could have a female superstar been in that top five? You could look course. at it a bunch of different ways. I mean, Kevin Owens could Kevin Owens, he's at least close to that top five, right? Yeah, he's my he's probably he was right on the outskirts. Yeah, I guess I would call him my honorable mentions, you know. So that was my top five. Yeah, I guys, mean, I was it as a so solid we'll top five. I mean, Kevin Owens, he hasn't. I mean, these guys, it, it's hard to put Kevin Owens over Seth Rollins. I'll tell you, PZ, maybe you'll get lucky next week. You'll get all your legends in your top five. You'll have Austin Hogan, Undertaker. <laughs> that would be the greatest Bro top Hart. five of all time. No way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to get it. Frank Knox is going to go Meltzer on me. God damn it. I'm taking this serious. He's, no, gonna, we got he's you. the Meltzer. You know, I was going to say, Br- Bret Hart might be number six if nobody tackles him on the way to the ring. <laughs> that was it. That was week one. Frank Knox top five. Podcast around, to be blunt. With PZ. Wow, this is the stone moments, you know. Stone moments here on the To Be Blunt podcast. We're still kicking, baby. We're still going. We got a blunt. We're going to relight, you know. And it's been one hell of a show. You know, if you guys want to call in 860-384-7110. Cut a promo. Cut a promo versus PZ. Try to stump the Scott. Guess or trash versus Frank Knox, who's the the best freestyler of all time. I've been freestyling backpack shows. You never know. You may get one more out of me this week. That's right. I'm over here trying to think of pre-written, and this guy's spitting fresh. I love it. If you got it, call up. You know, I'm surprised that, you know what, we didn't hear from... We from, could have a cypher. It doesn't have to be a gas. I never heard from Moonshine, you know, this week. That kind of made me sad, too. That makes uh, me hope, worried, actually. Yeah, worried. Very worried. He's probably back to the bottle. I mean, should I call Moonshine? Oh, shit. Someone's I'm calling. No cooler. way, dude. Is it Moonshine? I don't know. Kyle LaPointe. Kyle LaPointe. Oh. Send a voicemail. Kyle LaPointe. I think... It, Hello, you're on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Easy, my man. It is Kyle LaPointe. How you doing? Oh, Kyle LaPointe. Kyle LaPointe, for everyone listening, has been uh, he's going to be the man that's going to give you the quick updates every week on the G1 tournament for now if he decides to call in. He talked to me and Frank earlier about this. He wants to talk about the G1. Oh, yeah. yep. He's going to update you on the blocks and what's coming up next. So I'll go ahead if you want to let him know, Mr. LaPointe. 
All right. So for those of you watching from the East Coast, like us, G1 Night 5 was this morning. We had Kenta going 3-0, and defeating Lance Archer. We had Evil defeating his tag team partner, Sonata. Okada also going 3-0, and defeating Bullet Club's Bad Luck Fale. Tanahashi getting his first win so far in the G1 against Zack Sabre Jr., who surprisingly has not won a match yet. And then we had a slobberknocker of a match between Ibushi and Will Ospreay. Ibushi also finally putting points on the board. So in the A block, we've got two men undefeated with six points. We've got Kenta and Okada, while we have one man with only with no wins in Zack Sabre Jr. So the A block is looking a little ridiculous at the moment. But tomorrow morning, we've got day three of the B block, so night six. We've got Shingo Takagi, uh, who is a light heavyweight, participating in the G1. He's taking on Taichi, who had a surprise victory against Naito just a few nights ago. We've got uh, Naito going up against Hiroki Goto in a very interesting match. We've got Toriyano, who had a surprise victory against Naito in the B block opener, facing Jay White, who has yet to win. Uh, we've got the one and one Juice Robinson, sorry, the two and O Juice Robinson, taking on the O and two Jeff Cobb in the main event. Two more undefeated men from the B block. We've got Tomohiro Ishii and John Moxley. Dean oh. Ambrose, for those of you who do not follow non WWE. So we've got lots of great things coming up for the G1 this week. Like I said, in the B block, we've got three men at four points John Moxley, Ishii, and Juice Robinson. And then we've got Jeff Cobb with zero points and also Jay White with zero points. So the G1 this year, a lot of the favorites are looking a little weak. Yeah, well, it's going to be an interesting tournament, I guess, this year. Uh, yeah, like I said, oh, like I was okay. telling you before, PG, I mean, we're, we're week four and we got no love for New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I had to call in and show some love for my boys across the pond. Well, we appreciate it, man. I hope yeah. you call in next week. That's right. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle, a point on the G1 tournament updates. Uh, you don't want to say anything. <laughs> Anyways, let's well, uh, cool. get a little quick. Yeah, that was mean, nice. If the guy wants to talk, you know, anyone wants to stump the Scott, talk anything. That's right. Call up. You know, and I want to hope we got a couple of the things coming up, you know. Um, oh, how about... Uh, God, what was that? The art of rolling the blunt. You know, the like, what I like about these King Palms, Frank Knox, Scott, you wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah, those are great. Is that yeah, you, you don't actually have to uh, smoke, uh, roll this thing up. You know, well, we can smoke it. No, if you, you just light it stuff up, it up. Great. Yeah, you just stuff it up. Yeah, you just stuff it up. These King Palms, you just stuff the weed in there. It's great. It's like one of those pre rolled cones, you know? Uh, it's very easy to do. Very easy. Yeah, I love it. But if like the art of rolling a blunt or rolling a joint is like gone these days because you can go to all these dispensaries and shit and get pre-rolls or your local dealers probably selling pre-rolls, you know, you know what I mean? Or you could get cartridges. Yeah. The art of breaking down your weed by hand and rolling up yourself is gone. I notice a lot of people these days can't even do it. It's true. Exactly. And that's the thing. I was thinking of like a, a business idea. Scott, I know, I know wrestling's your forte, but hear me out here. Okay. Um, we were thinking of, you know, how like Best Buy's got the Geek Squad? Of course. Right. So we had this idea of coming out 
with the Geeked Up Squad or the Geeked Out Squad. Sorry, the Geeked Out Squad. The Geeked Out Squad. And the Geeked Out Squad is a company of guys who will do like tech support for your weed. They'll come out. They'll test your weed for you and its levels and its intensity and its THC levels. They'll break, you know, they'll fix your broken smoking devices. Yeah, they'll take them to their state of the art facility. You know, fix them. they have tons of glass blowers, Cl- I mean. tons, tons of glass blowers and state of the art equipment to fix like your vape pens or or your blow torches. Or if you're trying if to you do can't dabs. even roll a joint, like say you continue to just you suck at rolling joints, you suck at rolling blunts, but you want to smoke one. They will come and roll it up. Like exactly. You said. I think so how's that sound, Sky? Isn't that like a great idea? It's a great idea, but I'm just worried would they test too much? Oh, <laughs> can, that can never be a bad thing. We would only, you I know? think they only test that much if it's good. And otherwise, they probably just pass, you know, go on to the Jessica Marie. <laughs> Sorry, I wonder if I should call her. Let her call on the air. <laughs> I don't think she'd be happy about that. <laughs> no, but this is out. <laughs> Anyways. God, so I call this the Geeked Out Squad. God damn it. Don't worry, man. We'll call the Geeked Out Squad. Are you one of thousands of individuals who still cannot roll their own joint or blood? Man, I broke another Dutch. <laughs> well, worry no longer. I introduce you to the Geeked Out Squad. At Geeked Out, we make in-house calls to help you not only roll up your sticky icky, we will also test it for you by smoking a joint of it to let you know if you have that good good or that Bobby Brown. <laughs> Yo, this In addition to helping you roll up, the Geek Down Squad will clean your glass and take any broken smoking devices to our state-of-the-art facility for repair. No long wait. Man, they've helped me clean all my bombs and bowls. <laughs> Don't be a geek who can't roll his own trees. Get geeked out today. My name is Brian Pillman Jr. I am one-third of the New Heart Foundation on Major League Wrestling. And you are listening to Peasy on the 2B Blunt Podcast. That's right, baby. The 2B Blunt Podcast. And we're back. And, uh, you know, it's been one hell of a show, man. We had the Scott here live. Yeah, it's been in great. In studio. Scott, yeah, thank you for coming by, awesome. man. You know, You've I been helping us out because we've just been smoking up the whole I time. I think we got know? too high, yeah. bro. Somebody's got to keep the order. That's what I mean. It was great having you around to do so, you know? And it was, uh, it was very interesting having a third perspective. And you had a lot of facts. And that's why we call you, you know, this guy. I mean, this guy knows everything when it comes to wrestling knowledge. That's right. You know? And, you know, for anyone except for the one guy who called in and gave me a goddamn attitude. You know, who tried to stump the Scott. I'm sorry, Scott. I took the one guy who tried to call in and stump you. And I hung up on his ass. You took it away from me. But uh, well, he what? was being a douchebag, <laughs> catching an attitude. You heard Richard Stone. He doesn't deal with people who take a tone. Well, I'm not going to deal with people who take a tone with me either. God damn it. Jeez, man. Calm down. That's you right. a lot of weed. You're fired up. I'm fired up, baby. You know, it's been one hell of a show, guys. Um, you know, next week is going to be another week. You know, episode five, we're still churning along. Uh, but the big news we have, you know, is going to be the following week, uh, week six. 8-1, August 1st, we have 
renowned wrestling ring announcer, Don Mark Haggerty. You said renowned, right? I didn't say reporter. I said announcer. Uh, well, I'm so used to here talking to Don Kincaid all the time. I got to hear oh, that. Man. August 1st, we have renowned wrestling ring announcer, Mark Haggerty, a man who went from high-class cannabis cultivator on the West Coast in California to one of the best ring announcers traveling up and down the East Coast. Wow. He was just featured in High Times Magazine, and he's going to be here August 1st. I see that. I'm looking forward to it. And then the week after that, we have another big show. Yeah. We're going to have a special exclusive interview with the one, the only, New England legend, Joseph Von Schmidt. Wow, no way. The man who trained me, and we're going to talk about his history. We're going to talk about his career. We're going to talk about the controversial closing of the PWA doors, the wrestling school that was ran here, and why the promotion, you know, he ended up uh, closing its doors, which I don't think anybody's ever got the story, and his most recent return. And if you didn't know, Frank, our buddy Brian Pillman Jr. is facing... Joseph Von Schmidt on August 10th. Yeah, I saw the poster. You showed it to me, man. That's cool. So I'm really excited to be having him on on August 8th. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot more of these interviews coming up. So I hope you guys tune in next week. We're going to be talking about Raw and SmackDown again. You know, maybe NXT. I don't think there's anything AEW going on, right? No, unless you watch the YouTube series. <laughs> Man. Scott, are you watching the YouTube series? I gotta do some catching up on that. Oh, uh, thank God someone's got I ain't watching that shit. Man, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good couple weeks coming up for the two people. You know what comes the week after that, right? Uh, it's the big weekend. It's the bachelor party edition of the 2B Blood Podcast, There's baby. There's going to be swan tines and power bombs. <laughs> and all bio drivers, baby. In the pool. You know, whatever we got to do. Swanton dropping the elbows in the pool. We're going to be styling and profiling down in Atlantic City. Woo! Hollywood Hulk. Hogan Peasy's coming out. Hollywood, Hollywood Hulk Peasy, brother. We're going to smoke Hulk. our weed. We're going to take our shots. We're going to drink our drinks. We're going to hit the strip, brother. And we're going to do it all. All live, and then before that is the special to be blunt podcast bachelor party, party edition. edition. Man, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be all it's out. gonna be sick. It's gonna be no hold barred. It's gonna be no hold barred. We might Frank. be doing this on ninety five, going sixty. You know, <laughs> and then, you know, have some production team. Scott, you gonna be with us? I, I think I might have to make this. I don't know. I think the listeners there might have to put a helmet on. Oh, oh, yeah. You're oh, going yeah. down. It's going down, baby. <laughs> You're not gonna want to miss that. That's right. So. uh Check us out, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at 2B Blunt Podcast. Yep, the number two. It is the number two. Thank you, Frank. The number two, bitch. Be Blunt Podcast. Two, B-E-B-L-U-N-T. From the Scott, Frank Knox, and your host, Peasy, I'll see you next week where we get blooded. This is the one above Your also play world champion and the sole CGW world tag team champion. And you're tuned into another episode of To Be Blunt with Peace. In come the Tin Car. I'm the original weed man. The big one.
Strictly cash on the 